Welcome into a week 11 edition of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Thanks for joining us today. Quick reminder before we get started, rate us five stars wherever you find us. Um, share us, like us, all that kind of stuff. Follow us on Twitter at, at T-L-O-O-G-1 on Twitter. Uh, welcome into our co-host as always, Doug Appleby, Sean Gaida, Zeke Lawless. How's everybody doing tonight, boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, another. That's two weeks in a row. We get a, at least a hello from Doug. We're doing something right. So, hope everybody's had a good week so far. It's Hump Day. Welcome to Wednesday. Um, let's hey. jump. Let's jump right into what's the best thing you've seen all week. Uh, Doug, do you have anything for that? I do not. Oh, okay. Well, Sean, you got <laughs> something. What's that? Sorry. As you break out your Kellen Winslow. Your Kellen Winslow jersey? No, it's a guided jersey. Oh, oh watch out! Look at that. Watch Cappy. out! What's, what's your What's your best <laughs> thing you've seen all week, Sean? So mine just changed actually because I was laughing really hard at this. I'm going to play it for you, but it's uh, Baker Mayfield mic'd up. There's a guy named Orson Charles who's a tight end for the Browns, and he's known just to be like totally wild. And so uh, this is this is what happened at the beginning of the game this past week. <laughs> So just the Baker's response to Orson uh, being an absolute crazy person, I thought was hilarious. So that was probably the best thing I saw. And, you know, I'm a little biased. We had kind of a good game this week. Great. Great brain. Great. Great game this week uh zeke what have you got mm. uh so i have two things first off was uh our man patrick mahomes wearing a starter jacket before the game yes looking sir boss. looking dope. looking looking so dope. boss and then the second thing that just happened so it's very in the moment but uh zion uh getting eye level with the rim with a monster dunk this evening just Check it out. Check it out on IG or Twitter. Uh, he's going to be insane. Just a freak of nature. So those are my two things for the week. He is un- unbelievable. Um, best thing I've seen this week. I'm going to read you guys a tweet. Uh, this one was given by Sean Gaida. Uh, I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew took it was off. coming. <laughs> Sean tweeted this week, November 13th at 10.09 a.m., Took off my hoodie, sitting down in the Starbucks. Immediately gave everyone a summer sneak peek when the hoodie ripped off, ripped my shirt off. Undoubtedly, one of the more embarrassing moments in my life. Complete contemplating my life shirtless in Starbucks. So yep. that was the tweet. I immediately shared that with as many people as I could because I thought it was fantastic. Uh, anytime <laughs> that you can think of your brother sitting in <laughs> in a shirt and shoes required required place. without a shirt on is wonderful Uh, and i want to be clear i I don't wear undershirts (laughs) oh easy easy easy. oh Oh, that's wonderful (laughs) somebody had uh had their phone out and took a (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> took a cam shot. 
So I, I don't wear an undershirt. I just like will wear a shirt and my hoodie. And I was hot and I was sitting down. I didn't want to get up. And so I was literally sitting there and I thought, I'll just, you know, rip my hoodie off here. And it's one of those that is soft on the inside. So it kind of grips. And then I, I like to wear soft t-shirts. And so literally what happened was the the hoodie, because the way I was sitting, yanked the shirt up and I, I stripped myself off pretty much, except for one arm. And it kind of hung over my head. And I was holding on to the other sleeve, like kind of like this, where I was just holding on for dear life and tried to yank it back through. And there was a good like second and a half there where I showed everybody what I was working with. And um, and I thought to myself, this is one of the darker moments of my life. So, yeah. Yeah, Sean's life flashed before his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I went back to that Starbucks today. Yeah, so that's the that's the best thing I've seen all week because that's that's wonderful. Anyhow, we're going to get straight into the games. We're going to go as normal. Doug, break it down for us first, and then Sean, then Zeke, and then I'll come in with my pick. Dang it, I forgot to look at picks again, so I didn't get a count. Um, anyhow, I'll have that for us. Uh, maybe I'll update. A, do a new update tomorrow or something. Anyhow, we're, let's jump straight into it. Um, give me some of your best players. Which what, what thing's going to happen? Seahawks at Packers. Doug. Yeah, for me, uh, I'm going to go with the home team here. Go with the Pat, with the uh, Seahawks. They they're just a good team at home. I know the Packers are running the ball well uh, with Aaron Jones lately, and the Seahawks are susceptible to the run. I think Aaron Jones mm -hmm. will end up having a good game. But what Seattle does well is slow the game down, force you into you know low output situations where you have to execute on your chances. And it, at home with, uh, you know, limited plays, I'm, I'm going to go with the home team here to take the dub. Yeah, I like I'm it, Doug. Sean. Um, I'm going to go Seahawks as well. I think they're great at home. But something that people aren't talking enough about is that Aaron Rodgers is 30th in the NFL this year in completion percentage. Um, he just isn't throwing the ball very well. Now he's got 17 touchdowns to one interception. So, I mean, he's still Aaron Rodgers, but – um, he's not completing as many passes, which is really how he's tended to win these ball games against tough teams at home. So give me Seattle um, on Thursday night. Zeke. Yeah, I know. I know the Parcells of the world say you are what your record is, but I, <clears throat> the Packers are not a good team, and we pretty much knew they weren't a great team from about week two, and they've just skirted along. And on the flip side, the Seahawks have really uh, pulled it together. You know, they kind of floundered there early on in the season, but the Seahawks are starting to piece things together. Uh, Pete Carroll is uh, making chicken salad out of you-know-what. And um, because really, uh, if you look at the Seahawks in general, there are some good parts, but overall you wouldn't necessarily say that they're a great team or anything like that. But the team is doing pretty well, and I think they, I think they take out the pack this week. Yeah, I, I'm gonna follow that. I think see, I think the Packers go into Seattle and get beat. Um, Packers defense is bad. They're allowing 30 and a half points per game on the road, which is 28th as opposed to 18.8 um, at home. And they're just they're they're not allowing. I, I'm with Doug. I think Aaron Jones is a very he's getting utilized more, so I think he has a good game. I think a big reason why. Green Bay isn't going to win, too. All they have is Devontae Adams. Everybody's talking about um, Valdez, Scantling. I think he's got a, I think he's got some talent, but I, I just don't think he's there yet. Uh, Seattle is um, – they're starting to put some things together on offense, They're and they're doing it with a very run-heavy offense. So uh, I think 
you can start Chris Carson this week. I think you can start uh, – I don't know between Rashad Penny and, and probably Mike Davis is probably going to be your starter. I know everybody's, everybody's jumping on the Rashad Penny bandwagon as a pickup this week. I don't see it because he's not getting utilized where um, when, when Chris Carson hits, hits the field. So I'm going to go Seattle here. They're going to run the ball a ton uh, because – that's just what they've been doing all season, and I think they're going to stick with the stick with the girl that took that they took the dance. So I'm going with also, Seattle on this one. Also interesting note: Pete Carroll uh, seven and one in Thursday night games as an NFL head coach. I did read that seven and one on Thursday night games, and has won five non-week one Thursday night games in a row. So doesn't lose on Thursday night. Kind of like the Steelers in prime time; they don't lose. Um. All right, so I think the next game that we were going to cover is the Bengals at Ravens divisional AFC North matchup. Doug, what you got? Well, what do you do when you're the Bengals and your uh, defense has been struggling? You hire Hugh Jackson, yes. who is a uh, who is an offensive mind, quote unquote, to um, run your defense to to come in and, and assist with your defense. So. The only, the only logical explanation. Assistant to the defense, Doug. Assistant to the defense. Assistant yeah, to the regional manager. What's, what's going to happen is their defense is probably just going to get worse. Uh, I think Alex Collins is actually going to have a good game this week. Uh, I'm a little interested to see what happens with Flacco. I, I know he's been banged up, and I don't think he's practiced yet this week. So no, if he they can't, can't go, that would change things. Well, they came out and said that he doesn't. He doesn't have to practice to to play. Uh, that uh, Harbaugh. Yeah, I, I Harbaugh assumed that, that was so. what the situation was. Um, so Ravens for me. So that's fine. I'll, let Let me get into this real quick before you before Sean you go because this is an interesting thought for me. Um, why people are talking about Lamar Jackson being, and I guess I can see him being a legitimate fantasy starter because of running ability, but I don't like I don't like the fact Lamar Jackson as a starter. Even I mean, when you have RG three, because people are saying like I think uh, Evan Silva said in his podcast like he did some averages and averaged like one touchdown and one interception. I think it's going to be more like one touchdown and three interceptions because I think the safeties are going to ball hawk the crap out of his overthrows. Does anybody else have a I mean disagree with me on that? Yeah, I think even though you hate him so much more because of Clemson and all that, uh, he's just. Maybe he might be an NFL quarterback one day, but I don't know why everyone's so quick to anoint him this like incredible NFL starter when uh, we don't do the same with guys who were drafted like uh, Josh Rosen, Mason Rudolph, guys who I think are better pocket passers. Um, and Baltimore's just they're just not that good. I mean, the Browns are going to sweep them this year. You heard it here first. Um, and uh, they just aren't that good. They've already beat them once. You can shake your head, but whatever. Uh, they're going to start Lamar Jackson here in the last couple of weeks, and why anyone thinks he's going to be good is just mind-blowing to me. So, no. But uh, I'm also going to take the Bengals this week because I think that mm. they are super embarrassed and that they don't want to get embarrassed again um, because they're going to play the Browns week 12. And spoiler alert, I'm picking my Browns. So Imagine. Stop. Zeke. What you got? Yeah, so I have every time that I've bought into the Ravens this year, they've let me down uh, the next week. And I do like the Bengals here, even with the quarterback whisperer, Huey, uh, uh, advising the defense. 
makes no sense, as we discussed. Uh, that being said, I do like the Bengals here. I do think the Ravens are uh, – they've hit a slump, like you said. Joe Flacco, even though he's not a, you know, a barnstormer, he's banged up. You were asking about Lamar Jackson. I mean, maybe you all have seen more than I have. I don't think I've seen enough of him – as an NFL quarterback to actually make a decision on what I even think of him. I mean, they, they run him out there for gimmicky plays. You don't see him. Right. Yeah. You don't see him run any type of traditional quarterback, uh, you know, packages or anything like that. So I have no idea what to think about him. I can only assume he's either not that good or they have put so much money into Flacco. They can't, you know, look past the sunk cost that they have in him to try somebody else. But either way, looking at this game, I take the Bengals here just because I don't know what the Ravens are right now. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. I'm going with the, I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. And it's because of defense. Um, Bengals offensive line isn't holding up. They're stacking the box because Andy Dalton's got nobody to throw to. And you put your number, AJ green. If AJ green was in this game, I'm, I might go a different way. But all they've got is Tyler Boyd. John Ross is not good, um, so I'm going. I'm going with Baltimore here, and it's strictly because they're going to take a couple of deep shots to to John Brown, um, and they, they've. I I think that's what's that's what's going to win it for him. I, I think it's going to be an ugly game. Actually, I. Balt or uh, Baltimore's got a defense. Cincinnati doesn't have a defense. Um, and I think Cincinnati is going to get the dog walked on them. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Ravens here. So next up is Titans at Colts. What you got? I know this is a game that I thought when we originally, when I was originally looking at the schedule, there's no way I'm looking at this game. But then the Titans and Colts have come out and they've been fairly good teams. So Doug, what you got? Yeah, Colts for me. I uh, the Titans keep winning games that. I don't expect them to win. And I think they're, you know, well coached, finding ways to, to get W's. Um, they're finally getting the ball to Deion Lewis a lot more, which has made sense since before the season. Um, Mariota, I think is finally starting to get healthy, but this, uh, this Colts team is getting a lot better. They haven't given up. Yeah, I, I saw they haven't given up a sack in like four straight weeks. Four which weeks. Is, yeah. Which is huge. Uh, luck has thrown, I think three plus touchdowns in what six straight weeks. Yep. So they've just got it rolling right now. Um, I'll, I'll go with them in this spot. Yeah. So what you didn't say was two of those weeks, he had four touchdowns. Um, yeah. He is absolutely crushing it. He's using everybody. He's uh, the thing about Andrew luck that people mess up is that, uh, <coughs> pardon me, is that he doesn't have a, as strong of as an arm uh, because of all his injuries, which has made him a smarter, more cerebral quarterback, uh, which is the same thing we saw with Peyton Manning when his, winning a Super Bowl with absolutely nothing tied, tied to his shoulder except some pins and needles. Um, so I'm going to go the Colts. I think that uh, Luck is smart, and he's going to outplay them. They're at home. Um, it's just going to be good news. And I think the Titans are so high off of last week. Um, and Vrabel, it's such an emotional win. Listen, Sunday after the Browns won, I fell asleep because I got so excited and crashed so hard. Uh, I think the entire Titans team is going to do that this week after beating the Patriots. I'll take the Colts. Yeah, I like the Colts too. I um, I like the Titans. I'm I'm with Doug. I think they are on the right track. I think you know they'll continue to win games that you don't see them winning, and they have the right coach in place. 
They obviously know what to do with Mariota. They don't have a coach that drafted, you know, a uh, a flashy quarterback and then decided to go ground and pound type offense. So they they know what they're doing, and I think even you know future seasons they will do well. But Andrew Luck is back. I mean, you saw flashes of it earlier this season, and now he's really humming. Like Sean said, the injury has forced him to not be as reckless. Uh, to look for you know what's in front of him to run actual plays and not just uh, run off the you know off the cuff or whatever. And so the Colts are back; they're doing very well. I like the Colts here. I see that. Um, my, I want to go. I you guys know how I like defensive team, how I like defense defensive teams over offensive teams a lot of times. And um, the Tennessee is allowing number one. 16.8 points per game while Indianapolis is allowing 26 points per game. Um, but Indianapolis has kind of come on strong these past couple of games. Um, they're running more plays on offense. Andrew Luck is, has been really good. I, a couple of passes, he's just dropping in the middle of guys and they're amazing throws. Um, Colts have, this is also a big statistic for me though, of why I'm going to go with the Colts. Colts have won nine, won all nine career games versus the Titans with Andrew Luck under center while going six, one, and two against the spread. Um, again, like, like Doug said, they've gone four straight games with, without allowing a sack. So Andrew Luck is either a getting out of the pocket and creating space and creating things or, uh, be there keeping him clean, which is huge for a quarterback just in decision-making, having time to get the ball to his guys um, like T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron, even though he's running a third of the of the routes that Jack Doyle's running is scoring touchdowns. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with the Colts in this game, not because I don't I, – I think the Titans put up some points. I just think that it ends up becoming uh, – I think it ends up becoming a, a uh, just a, a barn burner. And so I think the Colts win – Hey, special note, special note last week, if you listened to the podcast, you noted that uh, you, Tim, said you wanted to take the Titans and it was in your gut. And I said, Tim, take, I said, grow some stones, take your team. And you would have been the only one who called the Titans. Only one, Odin, the only one. But my gut's telling me to take the Colts, even though I like the Titans. Real quick on this one, too, before you go. There's a weird line on this game, Doug. I don't know if you saw something different or Tim. I don't know if you saw something different. I got a minus three. What if I, I got I got a minus one. I think that was I think that was how the, it opened to start the week uh, for Colts. Colts minus one, so they're not even getting home field advantage on this one. So that's a, yeah. that's a weird line. Vegas is is trying to take some sucker money with uh, with Tennessee, which really makes me want to take the Colts even more in this game. Yeah, I got what I'm reading is Colts at uh take, Colts at minus three. So, but I don't I haven't checked. Uh, I guess yeah, this is, I don't it, know when it, this is written. It opened that the Colts minus three and different books have anywhere from a pick 'em to uh, Colts minus two. All right. So next up, we've got uh, this is a defensive game if I've ever seen one. Vikings at Bears. Doug. Um, man, is this game in Chicago? It's in Chicago. In Chicago yes. Sunday night. Whew, that's right. I forgot the Sunday night football flex to this game this week. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings here. Uh, I think they're just the superior team. Uh, Trubisky is going to have a hard time making throws 
against a quality defense. I heard something the other day. He's completing like 30% of his passes more than 10 yards that are thrown more than 10 yards downfield. Um, so basically when guys aren't schemed open, he's not really able to do much. And uh, you're not going to get many just wide open looks against the, the Vikings. So I'll go with Minnesota here. I'm going to go right. Bears. Bears at home. Minnesota plays in the north when it's cold, but it's in a dome. Uh, Trubisky showed up last week. Allen Robinson woke up. Uh, their offense woke up. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but did you see Khalil Mack when he came around the end, threw the, threw the, the left tackle down, and then bowled through? the? I think it was either the running back or the center. No, 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 no. He, he threw the tight end out of the way, there then bowled is. over the left tackle, then there bowled over the quarterback. Yeah. Then gave him a little a little one of those nut drags right across the face mask <laughs> and hopped up. Listen, when, you, when you're amazing. Khalil Mack, you just can do stuff like that. And those yeah, are guys that take over games, and those are guys that make plays that win games. So give me the Bears. Zeke? Yeah, I, um, I'm a Kurt Cousins truther, uh, at least when it comes to fantasy. I think he's always done very well. I like Kurt Cousins. Uh, I want to go with Minnesota just because I do feel like, I mean, this is a, as well as the bears are doing, this is kind of a make or break game for the Vikings this season. Um, but for some reason in prime time, it's a home game. The bears are on a roll right now uh, outside. I'm, I'm taking, I'm doing the, the Tim thing and going against my gut. I want to go. Don't go uh, against your gut. You won't go against your gut. Actually, no, no, forgive me. Uh, My gut tells me the Bears. I want to pick the Vikings, but my gut tells me the Bears. Stick with the gut. Yeah. That's where I'm at, too. I I like a lot of the Vikings. I like some Vikings in this game. I think I like Viking wide receivers in this game. Um, I, but my, I, I'm with I'm with Zeke on this one. I think Bears at home Sunday night. Their team is really good, and their team's really confident. I've been listening to, um, you know, some podcasts, some XM radio, and I'm hearing some uh, interviews with some of these Bears players, and they're just extremely confident with the guys they have in the locker room. They're having a good time. Um, they lead the league in explosive plays. They have the highest share in the league of sixty point six point percentage in their games so there's on average there's going 60 percent of the points in their games as opposed to their opponents 40s uh in the 40s um well barely in the 40s actually in 39.4 um and they're just they're they're really playing well mitchell trubisky is playing good football right now um and i think he i think he i think he stays on track this week i think he's going to continue to Allen robinson uh deep and maybe maybe a couple of short a short gains to Tarek Cohen and uh, and Trey Burton. I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but I'm going to go with the Bears because defense wins. And I just I'm a I don't know. My gut is telling me all of the Chicago Bears this week. Um, last but not least, the game of the week, the game with the other game we've been waiting for, the best game since the Rams at Saints. It's the Chiefs at Rams been flexed back. To uh, to Los Angeles instead of Mexico City, where the if you guys haven't heard, the field was in terrible condition. Players were talking about not playing, so they're moving it back to Los Angeles, Kansas City at Los Angeles Rams. Offensive matchups, two defenses that are giving up a ton of points. This is going to be awesome, Doug. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. Um, I think they're kind of gearing up for this game. I know that this is an important important one for them to kind of make a statement uh, that they're, you know, for real and here to contend for the Super Bowl this year. Um, the the Rams are just kind of banged up in their secondary right now. Mm-hmm. Tlaib is still hurt. Marcus Peters is just getting absolutely roasted, roasted. every time he's he faces. He's still got that calf injury, and he's not right yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's definitely not right, but, I mean, I, I never thought he was all that great in Kansas City anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Just with their injuries right now, I'm going to take the Chiefs. But this is going to be a super high-scoring back-and-forth game. Oh, my gosh. Um, so play, all, play all your Chiefs and Rams. Yeah, play all the dudes. <laughs> all the yeah. dudes. So I, th- I think the over under for this game is 166. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> 64 and a half. Jeez, I'm still taking the over. So uh, yeah, I, I this is kind of where I'm at with this. I'm I'm going Chiefs as well. Um, I want to say two quick things. First off, for our, uh, thousands of listeners, shout out to the uh, to the LA Rams. They are giving tickets away to the families and to the firefighters of these guys oh, yeah. fighting these huge fires. And I think that's a great thing, and it shows that humanity is bigger. Uh, than football. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs for two reasons. Justin Houston is back, and he's the heart and soul of that defense. And they said something like 50 of the Rams players are homeless right now. I, listen, there's some things that are hard wow. to fight and hard to push through, um, and my heart goes out to those guys. And I, being distracted is one thing, but being distracted and not knowing what is happening at home and if you have a safe place to be is a total different one. Uh, the, the Rams players are still in Colorado Springs training. Um, because a lot of them don't have a place to go back to right now. So I'm just going to say that's just more than these guys can handle. I know they'll play with heart, but um, I think it's going to die off at some point, and the Chiefs are just that good. Uh, Mahomes is going to smell blood, and one thing about the NFL, they ain't going to slow down. So give me the Chiefs. Yeah, and, you know, it's hard to follow that one up just because of, of the seriousness of it, because even though they are paid for this, this is a game and, you know, homes and livelihoods are, are much more important than a game. But to get back to the the game aspect of it, you know, I do think we're looking at the future of the NFL here in the sense of the high scoring, like you're alluding to earlier, Sean. I mean, you've got uh, you've got the old school but still uh, offensive genius in, uh, in Andy Reid. And then you have Sean McVay, uh, the new school genius. And so, I mean, this is just what, what offenses are going to be. So even if you had a great defense, how do you stop? Uh, how do you stop a Sean McVay offense? Or how do you stop Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes? Like the ultimate quarterback that Andy Reid, like for the Andy Reid system. Uh, but all that being said, rambling aside, I do. I've said all year that you take the Rams uh, until further notice. Um, this is your notice. I like. Uh, I like. Yeah. Here's your notice because I am a Pat Mahomes truther, and uh, him and Andy Reid, like I just gushed about a moment ago, they are they're going to eat the Rams lunch here. I think it's a high scoring game, but uh, but the Chiefs come out on top. Yeah, this game is going to be. 48 to 45. This thing is going to go all the is going to score all the points. Um I think the I think the X factor is Patrick Mahomes here. Um that guy, good grief for being a second year player. All the weapons that he has. He gets Sammy Watkins back this week, so it adds to his deep threat. Uh he's got so he's Sammy Watkins, Tyree Kill, uh Travis Kelsey. Uh, 
uh, Kareem Hunt, Spencer Ware is even scoring touchdowns. We know the team. Um, it's, I mean, it's a, it's amazing these guys that are that are playing now. Again, I, I think that the Rams score points too, but I think not having Cooper Cup is going to hurt. They're going to start Josh Reynolds in his place, who's only been targeted eleven times over four games. That Cup either missed outright or left early in. Uh, he's just he's not he's not Cooper Cup. So, like I said, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I don't think Kansas City has a better – I think L.A.'s got a better defense, and they're actually favored by two and a half. Um, and I think L.A. is going to make it a game because they're going to want to come in and, and take care of it uh, but and take care of business. But I'm going to go Kansas City in this one um, to, to come into L.A. and take this. But I think this is going to be the springboard – that takes uh, the Rams all the way to – I don't think they lose another one after this all the way to the Super Bowl. So, um, Zeke, I need I need your help on the next one. Do you have any questions for Browns Corner? Because we don't have a Browns game to pick this week. Sean, did you just change hats again? Sean's got his third different <laughs> outfit now. He has um, so much he's, gear. No, he's it's got not one, even funny. He's got one underneath. So, this is the shirt he has now is a Connor Shaw shirt. Um, and it's probably three sizes too small because Connor Shaw is an NFL athlete or was and is in shape. But Sean's got a, a jersey underneath that one, so he's got one more outfit left. But um, I mean, it's I, I I will say I'm wearing my Believe Land shirt. I'm wearing it today. I told you um, I had something special for the you. Land. So the land. yes, I have two things. Thank you. Yes, for, thank let's you for, go. Uh, prepping me. I have uh, two things for Sean. One now, for those who who uh, have maybe have missed a few episodes or didn't listen to us at the beginning of the year, Sean originally said Browns were uh, going to be 500 this year. That equals eight wins. He then backed off, and we allowed him to keep it at seven. Uh, so first off, I, you need to explain two things. One, are the Browns going to win? Four out of six to get to seven. I need you to explain yourself. And two, explain uh, getting so excited over 28 points that your son thought you guys scored 100 points 100. on Sunday. 100. Because that was a great tweet. That was a fantastic 100. tweet. So, Sean, the floor is yours. <clears throat> there it yeah. is. So, Third jersey uh, today. Yeah, that's a fourth, actually. You missed one change, apparently. Um, oh, no. Was, well, second jersey. Second jersey. I had a third, but I don't want to go too hard. It was just way too hot. Um, so here's what I'll say. I think it's plausible. Um, one thing I wasn't counting on was Josh Gordon getting traded. Uh, I wasn't counting on uh, the referees to take two games away from the Browns, which I think there is, is fair. There it is. If you can prove to me how they <laughs> lost the Raiders game, I'd love to hear it. I'd the Raiders game it. was garbage. It was garbage, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, can they win four or six? Yeah, uh, they can. It's going to be hard. They're going to play near perfect football. Uh, I think that they're going to beat the Bengals pants off twice uh, because here's yeah here's what you don't here's what what the common NFL not Browns fan doesn't realize. When the defense came unhinged, it was that Raiders game. And it happened because we lost Terrence Mitchell, who was one of our starting defensive backs, and he was shutting down the field. Him and Denzel Ward were unbelievable. Um, this 
Steelers team that just put up 52 on the Panthers. Uh, yeah, they scored two touchdowns, and one of them was because Antonio Bryant or Antonio Brown rather made one of the greatest catches I've seen this year. Uh, so I, I think that they can beat the Bengals twice. Uh, I think that they're absolutely going to beat the Ravens week 17 because the Ravens are going to uh, have Lamar Jackson playing at that point because their season is going to be over. They're not, not good. They're just not good. Their defense is good. Um, but another five weeks of wear and tear is going to be too hard on them. Uh, I think the Texans game is really hard. Texans are playing great. Uh, the Panthers, you get hot or cold. Um, you just never know who you're going to get with them. Typically, it's more hot than cold because Cam Newton is a top-shelf player. So uh, can they win four if they can sneak out one of those two games? Probably. Um, I'm missing a game. The Bengals twice. See, I Ravens, thought for sure Houston Sean was going to go with one – Two, three, four. This is my prediction. This is my my Sean guided prediction. Who am I missing? So we've got two against the Bengals. Sean thinks we win both of those, right? Yeah. So that's two wins. Then we got one loss to to Houston. We got one loss to Carolina. That's two and two. I think Sean thinks we run the last three games. I think he thinks we beat Denver. We beat the Bengals, yeah. and we also beat Baltimore. So Sean's we, got us for five wins as we finish. So five and two the rest of the season. So that would we make absolutely us, beat Denver. Absolutely beat Denver. It's a, it's a Saturday night well, game. Okay, so um, that that's what I'm saying. So so you say we beat Denver. You also say we absolutely. You say we sweep the Bengals, and you say we sweep. Yeah. You say we sweep the uh, the Ravens, right? So yeah, that, I, I think. Well, hold on. I think we sweep the Ravens because they're going to be playing Lamar Jackson at that point. That's fine. But I'm just saying you. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six games. You think we go four and two the rest of the way? I think we can. Yeah. So if we went, probably, if we go probably four and three two, and three. That's a that's a seven. What is that? Seven six eight and one. Seven eight and one season. Yeah. So, if, so if we go seven eight and one, do I do I get credit for the the, the at least close to five hundred as you can get? If, or are we going to be it, sticklers? Yes. No no no. Well, I'd love to be a stickler, but honestly, the tie and the and the Raiders game, which here or there, fifty fifty, but. If they win seven, man, applause all the way around. And here's the thing. I want it. If they win seven, Greg Williams better keep his job. Either that or Greg Williams better come back to defensive coordinator and Bruce Arians kind of take over the head coaching job. Which is well, another hot take. I as think much Greg as, Williams stays. Oh, God. You better hope not. And, as much and, as kitchen, some, and Kitchens keeps the OC job. As Ooh. much as people think that the third G stands for genius with Greg Williams, uh, he is not – Y'all need an actual offensive-minded head coach because the Browns have talent. They'll continue to accumulate talent. And I want it documented here that I think all of this, and I think when there is a good uh, head coach in place, that the Browns will be pretty darn good, all things considered. But Greg Williams is not going to be that coach. If he wins four games. I said I think that's my hot take that he – has a great chance at being that. I agree with you. We need an offense. The future of the NFL is offensive minded quarter, uh, offensive minded coaches. Yes, that's why I yes. think it. That's I'm saying it. If if we win four games, like Sean thinks we will, um, I think we like hot take. I I think we have. I think the Browns have the talent to win to win four out of the last six. Something's going to go wrong. It's the NFL. Correct. I, I, I don't think we win four games. Maybe something goes um, wrong for another team. Finally. I agree with both of those sentiments. I think if you had because, the right coach, four yeah. wins is not out of the question. Because AJ, we're not going to play AJ Green um, next week. 
we're not going to play him next week. So that puts <laughs> that puts Cincinnati in a big hole. And we're coming off a bye. And we are going to play AJ Green. Teams coming off a bye the last five seasons actually have a losing record comparatively. So um, I will say that as well. They're about about 20 20 games under. Um, But the Bengals will have AJ Green and Tyler Boyd, most as it stands right now, uh, on the 23rd of December. So I think it's a closer game because their defense is bad. We'll see what happens. Let's get to that point first. But if we win four out of the next six, I think that you have to go Greg Williams as, as head coach. I'm not saying I hey, want it. I would love to see Bruce Arians as, as a head coach and then Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator and keep uh, – I like what Freddie Kitchens has done so far in the two games. Granted, we have six left. Let's see what happens. I got a question. Was I right about Rashad Higgins? About no. what? Yes, he scored, I absolutely was. He said three weeks ago, he scored I one touchdown. Was. Right, he's, I, he scored said, one touchdown and has like eight catches in the last three games. Congratulations on the number three wide receiver. No, I, yeah. I said when he came back that he was going to be a big boost to Baker's confidence and he was going to play differently and make a difference. Did he make a difference? He scored no. a touchdown. Yes, he did. He, that was the first touchdown the Browns have scored in the first quarter of the entire season. So <laughs> I, I'll say this. So you said three weeks ago that – so we had Rashad Higgins coming back was going to matter. So Rashad, Rashad Higgins, he said he's played two weeks. He was, it was Kansas City. He's went three for nineteen, and in Atlanta he went one for twenty eight with one touchdown. Um, right, yeah, touchdown. like I mean, he's a number I, three wide saying, receiver. He's right, a number like, three I'm not wide saying receiver. He's not like a valuable part of the team. Yeah, he's not like what's making the offense churn. One hundred percent. He is. Baker Mayfield is running the offense. Nick Chubb is what's is what makes Whoa. the biggest Whoa. the biggest. I said he was going to make a difference to Baker's confidence. That's what I said, he's, and he did make. Well, he's difference. caught four. I didn't say he was the. I didn't say he was the number one receiver coming back to change. You the said game. he's a legit. Let's, let's, you said he's a legit. You said he's a legit number two. I just, I don't agree with you. He's the number three wide receiver. That's all I'm saying. You got to have. You got. We need one. We need one more big play guy. I, when when you Higgins say number three, what do you mean? Are you saying slot on the Z or a Y receiver? Because there's a there's some like he he is he is never going to be any more than the third most valuable wide receiver yeah. on a winning team. When you when you have three wide receiver sets, it's going to be we need a number one guy. Then we have Landry, and then it's going to be if we if Callaway continues to play play well like he has the last two weeks it's going to be between Callaway and Callaway and Higgins um that's that's what he's going to be that's it like if you, if you go back and look at this week's uh this week's statistics where Baker threw it was like 30 33 yards 33 yards 31 yards 27 yards 18 28 yards and like 16 or something. he split, spread the ball evenly and I'm telling you he throws with confidence to Higgins and he can do that with Higgins and Landry now it makes a difference in how he throws the ball. Watch how he threw the ball against KC when Higgins was back and how he threw this week as compared to the two weeks before that. It's right. not because he was fired. There was no, a difference it, in Baker's mentality. I think he's got a different it's not Higgins. No, um, it's it's because it's things are a lot it's because things are a lot more up, opened up because the run game has been good with Chubb and they're starting to use Duke Johnson, which makes your linebackers yep. have to respect the quarterback. Up. Yeah. Higgins has so seen, when when has everything four is catches basically, in two weeks. Yeah, when everything is basically straight up the middle or straight up the sidelines deep, then it doesn't allow – it allows the defense to basically just stare down the quarterback. Yeah. Using Duke, jo- Duke Johnson is what has I, opened up everything. I think Higgins I think Higgins has his trust. I don't think yes. he unleashes that 28-yard that twenty eight yard dart. 
to Higgins in the end zone if he doesn't have his trust. Uh, that was an ad lib play. I just Higgins isn't. He's not made to be. A, we need a number one wide receiver. He's not it. You guys got to go back and watch the Jets game. You got to go back and watch the game. You got hurt. You got to watch Kansas City, and you got to watch last week because it makes a difference. Baker knowing that he's there. I'm not going. I'm not saying Chubb. I just and, don't think it's Higgins. I think it's. I think it's. Wow. I, I I don't think it. I think it's a mixture having, of the OC. I think. I mean, having having an additional having, guy having an additional weapon, yeah. But I balls. I think having a guy like Nick Chubb open up the passing game is is what's doing it. And I think just as Baker gets better and learns the offense more, and they said he even said that one of the first things they did when when Haley and and Hugh got fired is they took the playbook and they said, okay, what do you love to run? What what are the plays that you love? Because that's all we're gonna run. And they took all the other garbage that Haley wanted to run and took it out. So I think there's a lot of mixtures in there. Yes, I believe he trusts Higgins. Higgins isn't, he's a guy. That's all I'm thinking. He's just, he's a guy. I like him. I got, I mean, I like him. I think he's good for our team. I just, I think he's a guy. Um, I think he's Taylor Gabriel. He's had 28 in the touch, 19, 66, 61, 32 in the game. He got hurt. 47 for a touch and one for 38 against the Steelers. So, so what I'm telling you is he's, he's a, a big deal. Guy. He's a he's a big deal for Baker's confidence because he has more than Landry to throw to, and him being on the oh, field yeah. opened up a lot of things. Well, that's what I said. You guys went crazy with old oh, Chubb and Duke. No, well, t- Higgins makes a difference for Baker May- Baker Mayfield's mentality and taking pressure off of Landry, and he makes big catches like that 50-50 high point ball that he caught. Uh, in the end zone against the Falcons to start the scoring well, off. Well, that we, was everything. We've got to move on. I'm going to agree to disagree. And I, I, I think we all, I mean, you think one way we think Higgins is a guy. That's fine. Let's get into, let's get into the rest of the picks. Um, Dallas at Atlanta. Doug, what have you got? Uh, Atlanta. I will never pick for a Jason Garrett coach team. Can't do it. Sean. Atlanta. Zeke. Atlanta. Oh. oh man. Atlanta looked really bad this week. And I think they're if I'm being honest, I think they're a bad football team. Uh, don't let the clapper fool you. It's in Atlanta. I can't, you're right. I can't let the clapper fool me. Um Oh God. Screw it. I'm going Dallas. Gut's telling me Dallas. Today. I'm going Dallas. <laughs> so I'm gonna lose one there. Carolina mm-hmm. at Detroit. Doug. Uh, I think, gosh, this is a tough one. Um, man, I'm, I'm going to go with Carolina. Um, but it won't surprise me at all if Detroit wins this game. The, the spread is, uh, Carolina minus four. I would definitely take Detroit plus four at home. All right, Sean. Sean's on mute. He doesn't want to talk to us anymore. Carolina. Zeke. Yeah, I got Carolina. Even though that's a, I don't know why, but that four point line just feels really weird. But yeah, I'm I think still taking Carolina. I think Carolina is a trap pick, but I'm going to take it because uh, Cam Newton. Carolina's uh, mad. Even though I think I think Detroit's offense shows up a little bit. Carolina's mad. And Carolina. they've, had, they've had three more days to get healthy and get ready. Yep. Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee, and Indianapolis already picked. Uh, Tampa Bay at New York. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants here. Yep, me too. Tampa Bay is just turning it over way too much. Oh, way too much. Um, Saquads is going to go ham sandwich here. 
and dominate. I'm with you on that. Yeah, Zeke. Saquon's my lock. Oh, Sean, I'll get to start the week. Saquon's my start of the week, which I'll get to later. But um, this is going to be a big game. I mean, how do you have 500 yards of offense score three points? Give me a break, New York. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Dirk Cutter taking over, taking over the play calling duties because their offense had apparently been the issue. Never mind the fact <laughs> that they're giving up like 50 <laughs> points a game. Yeah, the defense is record setting bad. Zeke. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Giants here, but if this is your only uh, in in market game, you just turn off the TV and go do something else. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a Zeke. Go serve some. That's right. Over. Hold your this nose, game, baby. This game stinks. Stanky, stanky game. <laughs> I'm going the Giants because OBJ and Saquon and um, I don't like Houston. Does or not Houston? Tampa Bay doesn't get doesn't get to Eli Manning, so he has time. Um, Houston at Washington. We probably should have picked this game because it's going to be a good one, Doug. Um, man, I, I, I actually think this is going to be an ugly game. Uh, I, I'm tempted to pick the home team with Washington here, but I'm going with my boy Deshaun to uh, to get the dub. They, they are really going to miss Will Fuller, I think. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just, Demarius is to me is I guess we did talk about this a few weeks ago. He's not this, yeah. the same guy and uh, their offense is going to struggle, which is why I think three of the last four weeks, Deshaun has thrown it less than 25 times per game. Um, they're just committing to the run game, slowing it down, letting their defense do work. So I'll take Houston here. Yep. Uh, Washington goes the way of the Peterson. Um. I'm going to take Houston. If Nuke plays, I think they win handedly. Nuke um, is playing. Yeah, Nuke is playing. He is. I, thought, I saw it was questionable earlier earlier today. So He's questionable every take, week. Yeah, I'll take Houston. Yeah, I like Houston here. The Redskins, the only way they can win is if they hold a team to like 17 points, and they're not going to hold Houston that low. So I, got yep, Houston. I, heard, a, I heard somebody say today, um, New Hopkins goes against Norman, Josh Norman this week, and he wins 9.9 out of 10 times. Um, I'm going Houston all the way because Deshaun Watson and that that defense, because Washington's offense is not good. Check down Charlie Alex Smith. Um, he's not throwing, he's not turning the ball over, but he ain't scoring points. He's in a um, terrible system, terrible offensive no. system. Uh, I think we all go Houston there. So Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, Doug. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh here. Uh, Jacksonville is just a disaster right now. Their defense is not very good um, anymore for whatever reason. I don't know what's happened. Um, Michael Lombardi thinks they've just lost their toughness completely, and that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. A.J. Boye is not supposed to play this week. Um, I'll go with uh, Pittsburgh here, despite Ben's road struggles. Yeah, road, and it got flexed. This was a night game. It got flexed to uh, to one p.m. So, yeah, and been through what five interceptions last year at Jacksonville? Five, but, count them. Uh, it was a fun game to watch. It was in the AFC or the in the championship. Yeah, the AFC or in the God divisional championship. That was a fun game. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the Steelers. You know, Tim called Juju Smith to be his lock of the week last week. He put up 20 points with some a big game, a huge hey. long touchdown run. Our touchdown reception. I think they're going to do it again. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's mad. First play of the game. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's mad. 
but Jalen Ramsey is one player, and you said it, a boy is out. He's always Steelers. mad. I will also uh, say I called uh, my my prediction for Antonio Brown was 90 and a touchdown. He went for 96 on a touchdown. Um, Zeke. Yeah, I mean, I hate to sound sound like everybody else, but I got the Steelers here. Jaguars are uh, in shambles. Jalen Ramsey's calling out the whole team on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, and the Steelers are – this is going to be their showcase game for the supreme butthole that is Le'Veon Bell fantasy record. They're just going to show them, hey, this is how much we don't need you after we uh, ransacked your locker and took all your J's uh, and dished those out. So, uh, yeah, Steelers here. Yep, I'm going I'm going Steelers all the way in this one. Uh, it doesn't matter if you get road bin or home bin. I think James Conner, who is – was a full go in practice today. He is going to show up, show out, and he's going to make uh, make Le'Veon Bell wish that he would have shown up in week one. Um, Oakland at Arizona, another one of these. That's right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. That was stank. Uh, Arizona's going to get the dub here, and my boy, who's supposed to carry my team. Larry Fitzgerald. David Johnson. Is David back. Johnson. He is back. They're finally using him as a receiver again, getting him the ball in space, having him run routes. Uh, He's back and going to be 2016 David Johnson for the rest of the season. Who would have known that Byron Leftwich would have been that big of an improvement on your offense? Well, Um, just anyone that's not out of the Stone Ages knows to use the running back in the pass game. When you've got Something. one of the best running backs in the yeah. NFL. Well, it's, I mean, exactly. you can't just run him into the back of your guards 20 times a game and say you're getting him the ball. That, that doesn't <laughs> even count. So, But he's touching and the you, ball. Well, uh, and you can look at him. You can look at him and know that's not the way you use him. You know, he yeah. go back and look at the tape like you were saying. 2016, look at how he played. Do that again. I can, he was a, I could he run was a receiver in college. Ball yeah, exactly. Sean's going to continue to point at his head, either that or he's frozen. Uh oh, Sean, are you frozen? Yep, he's frozen. Okay. Bye bye, Shawnee. He'll be back. Yeah, no, uh, I'm going to say Sean. I'm going to say Sean goes Arizona here. Zeke, what you got? I would think. I would think the same thing. Uh, Chosen Rosen, uh, DJ's back, and uh, John Gruden. I mean, it's officially the process for the Raiders right now. So even if he even if he thought he could win, he's not going to because it is tank city right now for the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are trying to lock down that number one pick. They've got three first round picks. Uh, they're yeah, lock of the week, which I'll get to later, is going to be the is going to be the Cardinals. So, um, yeah, I'm going Cardinals at home in a big way. I think Josh Rosen has a coming out party. Um, Denver at Los Angeles. Doug, uh, I'm going to go to the Chargers here. They're they're sneakily one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't even know if it's sneakily at this point. They've, oh, man, they've turned really good. Even their defense has turned good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take the Chargers here. Yeah. yeah, I like the Chargers here, too. I like the Chargers here, too. Uh, I'm starting their their defense this week in fantasy, and I did, uh, I did last week, too. I think they're going to have a big game. Uh, I'm going Los Angeles Chargers at home. And uh, yeah, that's just that is what it is. Philadelphia, New Orleans. Anybody on Philadelphia? Uh, I actually think they're going to cover the spread here. Um, What's the spread? 
I got it plus is, nine. Yeah, it's plus nine. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, which, you know, I don't know if that's going way out on a limb, but um, I, I think Carson Wentz is one of the starts of the week. He's going to have a huge game. Ooh, hot takes. Yeah, and the Saints, the one, the one part of the field that they struggle most to defend is up the middle against, uh, against particularly uh, slot wide receivers. So Golden Tate's got a big game? Yeah, so I, I could see some Golden Tate action. They use Ertz a ton out of the slot just as a, as a wide receiver. Ertz so, is dirty. I'm going I'm to take the Saints, but I do think this game's going to be close and entertaining. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to take the sure? Saints here. Um, taking the Saints, I declared it last week, they're the new Rams, as in, you know, pick them until further notice. Uh, but I am with Doug in the sense of I do think the Eagles cover. In fact, the the line the line's a, a little confusing there, or a little sneaky, I guess. I think they're trying to uh, – you know, take sucker money on the minus nine for the Saints. I really like Carson Wentz, a lot of what Doug said, but I I think the Saints are that good, and even if they are the reigning Super Bowl champs, they just don't have enough to, to win this one outright. Yep, uh, I'm going Saints as well, and it's 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 not close. The Saints are just super good. Uh, they got pieces all over the field. So uh, start all your Saints. Anyhow, so that's going to end our pick segment for today. So uh, make sure we're not missing anything else. No, get it, let's get into the recap and preview of, uh, of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. So let's go straight into Ezekiel 25-17 taking on I'm Falling Like Sean Stone, who I'm Falling Like Sean Stone uh, is back in it, boys. Puts up 165.9. Watch out for them. Melvin Gordon goes absolutely crazy. Christian McCaffrey, they just do what they do. They each... Uh, they put up a total of 57 points of his 165. Leonard Fournette heavily used this week uh, and will continue to be. Um, but watch out. Ezekiel 25, 17, put up, 120, put up 127 with a, a an Andrew Luck and a Zach Ertz and Matt Breida who just continues to have, I don't know, and a bio, I don't know, robot legs. And he just continues, takes on injuries. <laughs> Takes on injuries and comes back and continues to play. I don't. I don't get it. So uh, great game by them. Khalil Mack and those guys takes on biscuit in your pants. Khalil Mack and you and those guys fall to four and six in trouble of missing out on the playoffs. It's probably because they played Andy Dalton, um, who I actually thought was going to have a, a relatively good game, but uh, he continues to run. Mark Ingram has a good game as as New Orleans just puts the slam. On Cincinnati, uh, and then he kind of has a he has okay okay day okay games. Uh, his Bears defense puts up a lot, but um, they get Bills, out in Bill's well, defense. He was brutalized by buys last week. Oh, I mean, Deshaun, New Philip Lindsay. So he, he four, hung in there. He put up a four guys on a buy. He, he, yeah, he put a respectable score for having those bye weeks. Um, couldn't overcome thirty one point two out of Aaron Jones though. Uh, nobody saw that one coming. And that's what carried Biscuit in your pants to a now six and four record. So let's go into Bless him at well here. Let's we'll wait for see if Sean can get back on for that one. Let's go to I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Getting brutalized by here for the beer. Guys, I'm telling you, here for the beer is back. Uh, they climb into four and six for a three-way tie. Um, so the playoffs are still there, Sean. The playoffs are still in reach for here for the beer, and they're putting up good numbers with Jared Goff. Nick Chubb goes off for 37.9. Uh, 
Um, his guys, hey. his team, his team's getting good. Uh, and then uh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson goes 95.5, so 136.6 to 95.5. Uh, the only guy that I'm sorry, Miss Jackson had go was uh, David Johnson for 30 and 30.3. Hey, can but, I say uh, something? Yo, go ahead. Sorry about my uh, internet crapping out. I'm taking the Saints. I don't know who I missed after that, but I can send my picks in. Um, My start of the week last week, if you listened, was Nick Chubb, who had 176 yards, 209 total, 37.9 points, and two touchdowns. Give me some of that with a bonus of 92 yards. Baker Mayfield's best handoff he's ever had. Yes. Probably would be the best handoff he ever has. Uh, Next up... Hold on, real quick. Worth noting with my team, just pour one out. R.I.P. Uh, uh, if if you if you go to uh, the player to players and sort by all available uh, and flex, you will find two of my most valuable receivers sitting on waivers with season-ending uh, knee injuries. Will Fuller, mm. Cooper oh. Cup. So mm. absolutely Hurts. brutal. R.I.P. Cooper Cup. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Non-contact. I think we were all excited about him coming back too because he's so fun to watch. Yeah, just yeah, brutal. Uh, just uh, completely. Sorry. That that really hurts. Really hurts. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, but uh, we'll see what happens. You still have Stefan Diggs and Sammy Watkins coming back off injury, so you're you're not out of it yet. Well, when uh, Ben Roethlisberger put up 47 fantasy points smokes. on my bench on Thursday night, that was just a bad, <laughs> then, a bad omen for the week. But then you're never. I mean, you're not going to play. You're you're not going to take out Patrick Mahomes in that situation. Yeah. No, Patrick Mahomes is 26 points against an Arizona defense that's getting better, but nobody saw that. Everybody saw them like, oh, this is a smash spot for Patrick Mahomes. Literally, so, the only reason he's still on my team. Yeah, he's the only reason he's on my team is because. Waivers are terrible. There's no one out there that's no even worth owning, and I don't want anyone else to have been. So, yep. Well, hey, and um, listen, honestly, it, it wouldn't have made a difference. I mean, no, no, it wouldn't have played, happen. but that's yeah, still incredible. You, you would have gotten beaten by twenty instead yeah. of forty. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, next up, we'll save we'll save Sean and Zeke for last. Deplorables taking on the green team. The deplorables have a a, a pedestrian week with one twenty. Carry on. Carry on Johnson starts to put stuff together. Yeah, I did have bye weeks out of Adam Thielen and Emmanuel Sanders. But I mean, the green team was a bye week. Well, they put up 103. They would, they would have beaten a couple teams in the league. With, well, 40, with 40, 40, 40, 40 points. Yeah. yeah. That was, oh, when I saw that, I was, oh, crap. I'm going to lose this game. But then we put it together. So 120 to 103.3. The green team. They would have a fairly good team if it wasn't for injuries. So they've got Rob Gronkowski, uh, who hasn't, who has not been himself. They've got uh, AJ Green and Le'Veon Bell. He is, I mean, talk about a guy that just has none of the luck this season. Uh, Brian Lovis every week. Brian Lovis and the Green Team, yikers! Um, But a team here's a team that he would have beaten. Chafed Chaches, trust the process, taking on bless him. Chafed Chaches puts up. I think a uh, a season high for him at one sixty three point seven, of to, course to seventy five point nine. Like a monkey. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> here's what happens: I play people who consistently put their best scores up every but freaking it, week. But you say that, but it doesn't matter because you put up seventy five point nine. If you would have put up 130, 140, oh, you got something to complain about. You put up 75.9. Listen, so it's listen, not like you put you a add, huge score. If you, add my, if you add my team and my bench, I would have 
come close. One. <laughs> yeah. I would have won. So also worth noting there is five teams in the league who have had more points scored against them than Sean. I, that's not what I said. Don't twist my words. <laughs> You've been doing that all night. Don't twist my words. I said I get everybody's best game. I got Tim's best game, Zeke's best game, and you didn't get my best game. You put up like one ninety against me. Uh I put up like one forty. I put up one ninety against a couple other people. Either way, I go back and look. So, anyhow, um, Chafe Chachas goes to six Zeke, and four. Zeke has put up one hundred and fifty and one hundred and sixty-five on me. Yeah, Zeke's got a good team. Um, so Chafe Chachas go to six and four, dropping Blessum to four and six. Let's take a look at the standings because we only got three weeks left in the season. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson and the Deplorables at seven and three. With I'm sorry, Miss Jackson being in the lead because they have the head to head. Um, Chafe Chachas trust trust the process falling like Sean stone and biscuit in your pants. I'll take uh, the tie for, well, I guess second, third or third, fourth and fifth. Uh, and then you've got one team at five and five and Ezekiel 25, 17. And then here for the beer, bless them and Khalil Mack and those guys at four and six. And then the green team going home with the loogie. Uh, just <laughs> so gosh, uh, that's the standings This and what we have this week. So let's take a look at what week 11 has to bring. Hold on, um, real, real quick, real quick. Just I, I had one message for Sean. I know he's very upset uh, about this and that, but I had the team meeting, took everybody to Aspen, told them what was up, and uh, I needed to put some winning words together and wanted to, to put this in Sean's uh Oh, you man. know what gets me is the fact that you knew every inflection that oh, was coming. Oh yeah! Oh man, it, that, that means you rehearsed that. And you've listened to it multiple times. I have listened to that at least fifty times. Yeah, I, I know. It. I can tell. I love it. All right, keep going. I'm oh, sorry to derail. Well, let's go. Let's go first to. Let's see who's got the bye week this week. Oh look, Blessum gets to play the green team. Woo-woo. Um, yeah. I need it because I have five guys on by this week. Yeah, well, they've got three guys on by this week. Uh, Drew Brees against Philadelphia. Your your whole bench is by weeks. That's pretty I, hilarious. My whole bench is, and that's because um, I had to pick up. Listen, but, I had a kicker. Oh no, I had a kicker. I had a t- uh, defense and a wide receiver that were also on by. I had eight people on by this week. Oh, shut up! I'm just saying. I had eight guys on by week. That don't make me out to be a baby. That's disrespectful. So, does you're not a kicker in defense on by even count? No, I'm just no, I'm just saying. So, add, adds a little salt to the so wound. Sean went got the Cardinals defense. Uh, still running out Eric Ebron as a tight end because he's scoring touchdowns. Um, at I I can't take Green Team ever. Like never can't ever take Green Team to win. So Blessum's gonna get a gonna get a W and gonna go to. Five and six on the year. Drop he has green. terrible matchups this week. Drop. It doesn't matter. His team is terrible. He's I'm playing. Be, he also has, he's playing Derrick Henry. He also has terrible matchups this week. What I'm oh, saying it's, is, it's just all bad. He's not going to score the points that even the ESPN says he's going to. It's all bad. It's all all bad. Yeah. 
Green team goes to one and ten, which I think is a new record for uh, for the season. So uh, six and four teams facing off. Biscuit in your pants, who are quarterbackless and kickerless right now. Uh, he says he's got some moves to do. Uh, going against falling like Sean Stone. Does anybody have any? Uh, anybody have any ideas on this one? Uh, mm. This is gonna be ugly. I don't know. This is gonna be like a ninety-five to ninety-three game because there's just not these matchups are rough, man. There's just not a lot happening here. Um, uh, I just except for Saquon Barkley, who is my start of the week, who I think is gonna be the difference in this game of biscuit in your pants, depending on what quarterback he gets. I'm like, Who's available? In the I'm, I'm gonna I'm dis- I'm gonna disagree with you. Saquon Barkley against Tampa Bay, Keenan Allen against Denver, Robert Woods against Kansas City, Deshaun Jackson against the Giants, um, Travis Kelsey against the Rams, Aaron Jones, and I just I, I think that it, when, if he can if he can get a good quarterback um, or a serviceable quarterback to put up 18 to 20 points, um, I think Biscuit in your pants can win. He's gonna but, he's gonna put Russell Wilson in. He's gonna or Dak Prescott, and he's gonna get some points. I just think following like Sean Stone has some rough, rough guys at, at wide receiver. We how you disagree with me? We said the same thing. You said nobody said has Bis- matchups. Biscuit in your pants has great matchups all the way down the line. I said in Saquon Barkley, which is what's gonna be the difference. You said Saquon Barkley, but that was it. Either way, uh, Biscuit in your pants is gonna go to seven and four, dropping falling like Sean Stone to uh six and five still in the playoff hunt and that's what we're here for folks we just got to make the playoffs right uh next up i'm sorry miss jackson taking on ezekiel 25 17 doug do you have it i mean it's your game why don't you uh, tell us a little bit i mean patrick mahomes is life so gotta ride with him <laughs> patrick mahomes is life that's actually my new saying is pm il Female Patrick Mahomes, like with a Y. That's a with a Y, I believe, right? That life L Y F E. Exactly. One of those bracelets and everything. Yeah. um, (laughs) uh, I mean, David Johnson has a great matchup this week. I like Patrick Mahomes here. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm struggling at receiver without Fuller and Cooper Cup, so I'm just kind of scrambling there. But I mean, hopefully Sammy Watkins can be decent. Um, You know, he's he's been okay. The the real big boost for my team has been George Kittle, who is on bye this Golly. week. I've, I've had a big leg up on pretty much everybody that doesn't have uh, Ertz or Kelsey in the league with tight end. So Kittle's losing, like having another wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, losing him. Well, especially I mean, because everybody else is just taking like a freaking you know two points from their tight end every week, and Kittle oh, yeah. is like ten plus every week. If you can get six to eight out of a tight end, you're celebrating. Oh, you're. It's just Thrilled. terrible, terrible tight ends. Uh, Zeke, any any thoughts on this one? Yeah, no, I was um, I was scoping the teams. Um, I mean, I know I know you've been hit with the injury bug, but like you said, I still really like your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is you know is going to be a good deodorant QB and cover a lot of uh, you know a lot of stinkiness that you might have. But uh, there are some you know Andrew Luck. Uh, Zach Ertz on the other side, I think, are, are two to really look out for. OBJ, of course, but uh, I, I'm going to ride with the hot hand, and I'm still going to go with uh, with Doug's team here. Mm-hmm. Sean? Yeah, 
Doug's, I, I hate to say it about the champ because he's already won, but uh, this is looking good for Dougie. Mm, yep. Uh, I think Doug's going to take this one mainly because uh, Tevin Coleman is, and uh, and Mike Davis being played. Because if Chris Carson comes back, that's going to eat into anything Mike Davis uh, gets to do. Um, Every running back he has, Ezekiel, uh, that Daniel has, Dana is uh, splitting time. Every single one. Marlon well, Mack isn't Marlon really. Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack's not really splitting time. Marlon he's getting. Well, he Marlon only got twelve Mack. carries he's, last he's week. Yeah, he yeah. is. No, Naheem Hines and uh, what's his face are all kind of. He's getting like forty-five percent of the carries, but the other two are getting six to eight each as well. I mean, like l- last week was kind of an outlier because even though the Jacksonville defense has struggled in the past game, you still can't run on them. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think they they knew that. I mean, he had twenty five carries against Oakland. He had nineteen against yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, I yeah, think I think they're gonna I think we, you're gonna see a heavy a heavy slating of Marlon Mack is against well, uh, against Tennessee and then Miami. It, Tennessee has been one of the best teams in the league this year in limiting running back production. So, you know, I I feel okay I'll, about that spot. I'll come eat crow next next week if I need to, but Marlon Mack is gonna have. 13 14 carries max. I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. Um so I'm going I'm going I'm sorry Mr. Jackson on that one. So next up Khalil Mack and those guys taking on the deplorables. Um anybody have anything to say? Doug? Um no, someone else go. Sean? I hate your team. Thanks. I hate your team too. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. Friggin' Tim's team. Spew the hate. Just spew it. Um, just I, all, all the luck. Every bit of it. I, um, I, I think you're making a mistake not starting Rivers. Uh, I guess we'll find out. I can't. I, we'll find Rivers out. At, Rivers at so, Denver against Cam in Detroit at Detroit. Well. Rivers is at home with Denver coming to him. Yeah. So um that's not meant. I said Rivers at Denver. I meant Yeah. So I think I mean it's it's tough. He's Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins make me nervous because those are two guys who will continually be thrown to. Uh I'm interested to see what Cortland Sutton has up his sleeve. But uh and then Mark Ingram, it's either Alvin Kamara or Mark Ingram get all the touchdowns, except when they put up 51 points. Um, put in Vance McDonald, sit Evan Ingram. I don't know how Jacksonville is against against tight ends. Um, and Bears defense. So I I hate picking I hate picking my team, um, but but I'm going to. I think the I think the deplorables take this one to. Uh, to stay on top, of, to stay tied for the top of the league, and, uh, and go to eight and three. Uh, Chafed Chaches taking on here for the beer. I think this is our game of the week. Chafed Chach- here for the beer is vying to go five and six. Um, they they do get hurt with Nick Chubb being out, so they're going to have to plug in either Dalvin Cook, Lamar Miller, or Peyton Barber. Um, Chafed Chaches has one bye week for Sony Michelle, and I think that's going to be a benefit for Zeke uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, I don't necessarily like having to play Edo Smith. I might think about Tyro Williams in that spot. John Brown. Um, Put John Brown in there, Zeke. John Brown. Um, 
Brown. Yeah, so. yeah. Brown Browning is your flex. I have not made my final decisions yet, but it doesn't matter uh, because w- say what you want about here for the beer. Chave Chaches are back. Trust the process is back. We've already shed some dead weight on our team. Uh, no more team meetings. We are focused. We've got a few weeks left before we make it to the playoffs uh, and come for uh, what's rightfully ours. We've been building to this moment for uh, for the last few years. So, uh, Chave Chaches or whatever we turn out to be this week, but it's always hashtag trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. Finally going to get that fourth place finish, Zeke. I'll make sure, I'll make sure we straight, stick to it. Boy. So. Also, real quick, uh, this is the second year that this has happened. One of the reasons why I always antagonize uh, the commissioners on having a two-quarterback system is no. for the second. No. Hear me out. So you're not – I even prefaced with hear me out. The I second year – Second year in the row, in a, in the row, I have gotten Carson Wentz off the waiver wire like week nine or ten. Uh, those types of gems shouldn't be sitting out there this late in the season because those are those are uh, you know season changing quarterbacks that are hanging out so, there. So but Carson being, Wentz, the seventeenth ranked quarterback who averages seventeen point three three points a game, actually. That's what he said. He's actually had a pretty a pretty good sled. He's scheduled over 20 points every week <laughs> since week four. His average says 17.3, but that must have been talking about his uh, his point rank. So he's still available. He's 93.4% of the league. So some guys just don't carry two quarterbacks. Yeah, but no, I mean. but I actually all- don't hate the two-quarterback system. I don't like it at all. I'm not a fan. Either way, either way, I, I didn't mean to derail the conversation there. I was just saying that's actually one of you know one of the reasons why uh, why I was able to do well last week. Although everybody just showed up last week when nobody showed up the week before, but uh, being able to pick up uh, a quarterback like Carson Wentz to cover for Kirk Cousins was you know very beneficial, and will I'll just ride that out down the stretch and just you know stream whoever I need to. The thing yeah, that I do that. like about the one quarterback league is knowing that every week, regardless of who he chooses, whatever quarterback is on Tim's bench is like the nuts for that week. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to crush it. Kirk Cousins is about to go off on five touchdowns. Rivers only had 19 points last week compared to compared to Cam's 14. Yeah, yeah I'm. Uh, it's definitely a burden. I'm going to go oh. with Zeke in in this matchup. I. I know Mixon has a has a terrible matchup, but I mean we all know what running backs have been doing to the Falcons this year. Oh. So Zeke probably has another big game. Uh, it's not Zeke not might the greatest two twenty and three. Yeah, it's not the greatest spot for Allen Robinson, but uh, but I, I like Juju here with AJ Boye out. Um, I I would also probably play John Brown over Ito, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna mm. stick with the process here. They went to Aspen, they got their shit figured out, and it's it's time to get some dubs. Yeah, that's right, Tim, baby. Tim, you gave me hell, hell over having Cam Newton on my bench, and you went and picked him up, and you've been holding on to him and <laughs> Phil Rivers. Cam Newton's been playing. No, I gave yeah, you help for having three games. quarterbacks. I gave you help for having three quarterbacks, and there re- there's a reason I'm holding two quarterbacks. No, I'm looking forward to the future. You gave me help for two. No, I was giving you help for three. You because you had Baker Mayfield. Go you back also and listen. Had Cam Newton. Go back and listen to the tape, you. 
Go back and okay. listen to the tape. I will, because I gave you help for having he said, three he quarterbacks. said, I had a problem because I had two startable quarterbacks, and then you went and picked Cam up after I dropped him. No, I I think, I mean, if you if you can have two quarterbacks, you, one, you got to no, stop it, others that can't have it. I gave you a hard time for having three quarterbacks on your on your roster. No, I went and got a third okay. because you told me that having two startable guys was a mistake. Go back and look at the tape. Well, I... I mean, I I may have because I do agree with the I do take the uh, the stars and scrubs technique because you tend I tend to make the mistakes on on who I pick, but there's a reason I'm carrying two is if you have, I'm looking forward into the playoffs and, and I'm looking to play matchups in the playoffs, so um, you take more. but I that that's why I'm going for that. But I gave you hell for having three quarterbacks. I gave you hell for trying to trade a quarterback because quarterbacks aren't worthy. So let's get real quick into. Um, into start of the week and lock of the week, and then we'll wrap this up. Doug, who's your start of the week and your lock of the week? So we forgot to hit that. Oh, um, my my start of the week is going to be uh, David Johnson against against the Raiders. Big week for him coming up. Lock of the week. Um, you know what? I'm I'm going against the grain. I'm going Detroit plus the four points. Oh, there we go. Lock of the week. Wow. Okay. Sean, start of the week, lock of the week. Wow. That is surprising. Start of the week. Uh, give me Saquon. Saquon Saquon over on Tampa Bay. And uh, I'll take my lock, the Falcons over Cowboys. Falcons have got to be mad uh, about losing a the game. They thought they were going to win, and they got punched in the mouth. Uh, the Cowboys just real bad. And as we said, I'll never take a Jason Garrett coach team. So Falcons. Zeke. All right. Start of the week. Carson Wentz, my boy. Uh, and then, uh, and then lock of the week. All right. I'm going to split this up. Uh, one for the straight picks. I'm going to take the bears uh, as my lock of the week uh, for straight up. And then for my degenerates out there, the Eagles plus nine. As my lock of the week. Eagles plus nine. All right. So my start of the week is T.Y. Hilton and going to Tennessee. And um I think I think he gets back on the he gets back on it this week. Uh and he finds, finds the end zone. So T.Y. Hilton, lock of the week is Arizona over Oakland. Uh that's my lock of the week. So hey Zeke, you took Carson Wentz last week as well. Hey, you took I'll his keep quarterback. the week. I'll do whatever I want to. Do it all. Take him every week. Yeah, every, every week, week. Rest of the way. Weeks every off. Week, every week, the rest of the way. Zeke, give me a plug on the uh, on the Sunday chatter on Twitter. All right, this is uh, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a rough week. Rough week. Browns by week. Uh, Browns win. win. I just hope that there's something that uh, that grinds Sean's gears so that he can he can. Uh, you know, gripe about something and then have Doug chime in too because the Doug and Sean uh, Sunday afternoon show on Twitter is fantastic. At Sean Gata, at Doug Appleby. It, it is worth noting that uh, you did not see me on Twitter last week complaining about the terrible officiating uh, that the Falcons were having to deal with in uh. that game. Uh, Austin Hooper clearly scores a touchdown. Refs just obviously aren't paying attention decide to score it not a touchdown uh so coaching they got they got a touchdown 
They got that's, a touchdown out of that right. drive. Because it's, it's the, coach, it's the coach's job. To ball, know what ball a don't lie. That's, that's bad coaching. And when it happened to the to the Browns and they scored, you said, well, they scored anyway. The Falcons scored two plays later. They did score anyway, but they had yeah, to use so. up their good juju on that score. Well, the Browns, <laughs> the Browns also got a crap call Browns, uh, Browns in good. the game as well. So so like, like we always say, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, find us on Twitter. At T L O O G one. That's at T L O O G one. Follow us. Uh, send us some questions. Send interact with us. Whatever you want to do. Give us five stars and rate us wherever you find it. Share us with your friends. Give us a listen. Continue to listen. Listen eight times. Why not? But give us five stars and and rate us wherever you find us is the biggest thing. So thanks again, guys, for joining us. Any last minute thoughts? Browns can't lose this week. Hey, Sean, any last-minute thoughts? I know you got something. Just like the one last week, OH. So let's see how, let's see how we finish up. Um, thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Peace out.